0: Hello, and welcome to the Activation Nation podcast, your weekly source of actionable advice from industry experts in self-development, health, LifeVantage products, network marketing, and more to help you activate your wellness, your business, and your life. But first, the legal stuff. You may hear our guests talk about the income they've earned or how their health has been affected with LifeVantage. Please note that the average annual earnings of a typical active LifeVantage distributor in 2021 was $704. For the most up-to-date information, please click the link in our show notes. Any product statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. And now, here's your host to dive into today's story to help you activate your life.
1: Hello, Activation Nation. Welcome to the Activation Nation podcast. We're excited to bring you this week's episode. It's a rewind episode where we're going to give you a glimpse into our global convention where we had an incredible presentation by Brian and Holly Highfield, an incredible dynamic duo who've talked more about building authentic relationships within the industry of network marketing and how to expand your own individual network. We hope that you enjoy
2: Wow! Good morning, you beautiful people. Who is pumped to start day number two? Yeah? Everybody excited? Okay, got the sweat going, right? Right? A little nervous sweat? So, we are honored to be able to share a few minutes with you this morning, and I mean a Few minutes, so we're probably going to talk really fast. So be able to take pictures, take notes, do what it is that you got to do. But real quickly, my name is Holly Highfield. This is my husband Brian Highfield, and we reside in sunny Sarasota, Florida. Um, yes, yes, right. Now we made this amazing move from the great state of Ohio, right? Oh, H, Ohio, right? And why did we do this? We didn't want to participate in winter anymore. All right, let's just be honest. And thank you, LifeVantage, for giving us options, right? So we live in Florida. Oh, do I need to pull the clicker? Okay, too many things to remember, all right. So we live in Florida with our three fur babies and our incredible son, Awesome Austin, as we call him. He is now five years old. It's, oh, I can't believe he's five. I'm gonna cry, I can't look at the picture. <laughs> um, but this incredible opportunity was presented to us 10 years ago. And like you sitting in that seat, we had every excuse not to do this business. We were already working full-time jobs, 40, 50, 60 hours a week. And because we understood the importance of multiple streams of income, we also had a sports business in which was having us travel on the nights and weekends. We were already busy. Anyone relate to that? And we weren't looking for another project, but our fear of missing out was so strong that we took a leap of faith. We jumped into an industry that we knew nothing about. We had no prior experience. But because we were coachable, we followed the system, we attended our events, and through the help of our amazing purposely-driven team, we were able to reach the elite rings here at Life Yantage. And that's what we want for you. Okay, so I have a question for you. I want you to raise your hands nice and high and don't be shy if you have a desire to build a healthy and sustainable business, right? Excellent. Well, if you raise your hand, then we are talking to you today, okay? See, (laughs) we're gonna share with you two secrets and like I said, we've only got a few minutes we're gonna do this really, really fast. We're gonna share with you two secrets today on how you you can have the business that you desire. Secret number one, it is all about relationships, right? Are we not in the relationship building business? Yes or yes? And I know this and we talk about the importance, but what does that really mean? What does it mean to go ahead and have good relationships in your business? Well, let me tell you this. When you are going through the numbers, whether you realize it or not, how you are inviting is going to dictate the type of relationships that you bring into your business. Now there are two types of relationships as you can see up there. We've got the transactional type, the ones that focus on what can I get. And then we have the authentic ones that focus on what can I give. Now the transactional ones, I think we all know what that's like. Anybody know a person in their life that you only ever hear from them when they want or need something? Right? Those are the transactional ones, but it's the authentic ones. Those are the, those are the good ones, right? Those are the ones that add value into our lives, right? It's that two-way street, right? And that's what I want to talk to you about today, because we talk so much about the importance of these relationships, but what does that look like, right? How do we actually make those relationships happen? And so, this is where you're gonna wanna take notes, go ahead and take a picture. I'm gonna share with you four specific things that you can start doing in your business today to have the type of relationships that you want, to have that business that you desire. Number one, give before you ask. Seems simple enough, right? But when was the last time when you reached out to someone to share your opportunity and you asked them first, what can I do for you? How best can I help you? How can I serve you? How can I support you before offering what you have? Okay, let's see here. Uh, Second one, be authentic to you. This just simply means be yourself. Be yourself, and I tell you this because when you're having conversations with other people, I don't want you to tell them what you think they want to hear in an effort to close a sale. That is very short-lived. I promise you those individuals are going to go out of your business as quickly as they came into your business. You're going to feel frustrated. You're going to get discouraged. And guess what? When that happens, you are less likely to reach out to someone who may be praying for what you have. All right? Number three. This is a big one for me. You've got to check in. We are so busy being busy in our everyday lives, scheduling every minute with different activities and things that we're doing and work. When was the last time that you were intentional with blocking out time to check in with the people that are you want in your business and the people that are already in your business and they have nothing to do with business? <sighs> So I would encourage you to go ahead and make that time. Reach out about birthdays, anniversaries, ask them about friends, family. Maybe you saw that they posted a, about a trip that they went on recently. Find a way to connect with them and make it everything about them and nothing to do with business. Okay? Now the last one. <laughs> this one I know is gonna freak some people out. It's gonna sound like some crazy talk. I want you to schedule in-person meetings? woo hoo -hoo. I know, right? I know some of you introverts are already shaking in your seat. You're like, there's no way I'm going out there and talking to a real human, like, face-to-face. I mean, that's just not happening, right? But the truth is, is that 85% of professionals out there still believe that in-person meetings have the biggest effect and the most power. You get that personal touch. You have a better understanding of what that person's wants and needs are so that you can better relate to them, okay? And the other secret I'm gonna tell you is we reach the elite ranks not by using social media. Shocker, I know, right? How did we build our business? We build it through coffee dates, luncheons. We went out for drinks and dinners after work. We did it through in-home meetings. I mean, I remember we did an in-home meeting at Danny Coons' house. I remember, and afterwards we all gathered up around the Amish television. Anybody know what that is? Campfire, okay, Amish television. So we all gathered around the campfire and we had the meeting after the meeting. This is where we didn't just talk business, but we talked family and we, we shared our hopes and our dreams. And it's where those relationships fostered. There's a reason why we call our life Vantage family, family. They are an extension of the family based off the relationships that we built with them. See, building relationships doesn't have to be complicated, all right, but it does require a shift in focus. It requires us to focus less on the number of sales that we're closing and more on the relationships that we're building, okay? Now, I did tell you that we were going to go ahead and share two secrets with you today, and so I'm going to pass the baton over to my handsome husband over here, and he's going to
1: Finish us off. Thanks. All right, thanks. Pleasure, awesome. Right? Wasn't that amazing stuff? That's awesome. <laughs> wow. Whew. Awesome. All right. Well, I'm going to start off by telling you a story about a guy named Paul. Paul is in his early 40s. Uh, he served in the military, and he was a member of several social clubs. He likes to play cards with his neighbors. He likes to hunt and fish, and he often takes members of his community out to get to know them a little bit better. He also owns a small business, and he likes to know, get to know everyone who comes into his shop. He likes to learn about people and meet them and ask them a lot of questions. He figures out who has influence, who has wealth, and who knows other people that he doesn't. Paul is a networker. But Paul's country is in trouble a foreign dictator and his army are planning to invade. The dictator was told by his military leaders that the invasion would be swift and victory would be had within days. When the invasion was imminent, Paul and four of his friends, William, Sam, Isaac and Sybil, volunteered to go out and warn the neighboring towns and cities that an army was coming their way. The volunteers scattered in different directions and they warn everyone along the way that war is coming to their doorstep. Isaac went, he traveled the furthest, he went 345 miles. Sybil, Sybil is a 16 year old girl. She traveled 40 miles warning people. William didn't fare so well, his ride broke down. He had to walk back home, but Samuel, Sam reached his destination. Now, Paul, Paul does not do very well. Paul only made it 12 miles from his home, and on top of that, he was captured by the invading army. But in spite of that seemingly failure of Paul, his efforts were enough to rally a resistance force that met the invading army, fought them, and repelled them back. This victory sends a clear message to the dictator that this war was not going to be quick or easy. What war am I talking about? I'm talking about the American Revolution over 250 years ago. And you all know Paul. Paul Revere. Who knew that Paul Revere was a networker? He valued relationships with others and it served him well. Many would consider riding 12 miles and getting captured as a pitiful failure. But why did people around the cities of Lexington and Concord rise up and face the British Army head-on while the other cities that were worn by the other Midnight Riders shrugged off the invasion like it was no big deal? Why are there songs and poems written about Paul Revere and not the other four? Why does every fifth grader in America know his name and not the names of the other four? Well, Harvard, their researchers want to know that answer. And one of the things that they figured out, it's because Paul knew how to network. Paul was always expanding his network, and he valued the relationships with people. While the other riders just went around and knocked on random doors, people didn't know who they were. They didn't believe them when they would say, hey, the British are coming. Even, Paul, even only Paul rode 12 miles. That's like going to the airport back, folks. 12 miles... Everyone along the way knew who he was, trusted him, and they believed him. One house he stopped at, uh, John Hancock happened to be staying at. And they heard this ruckus, and John asked his guard, he's like, what's going on? And the guard said, there's some guy out here on horseback. He's saying the British are coming. And John said, well, who is it? And the guard said, it's Paul Revere. And John said, oh, Paul, I know him. Invite him in. Even the British soldiers who captured Paul knew who he was. When they asked him, what is your name? He said, Revere. And they looked at him and they said, Paul Revere? And he said, yes, it is I. Paul's network made him an influencer. He was the Kim Kardashian of his day. If there was TV back then, he'd probably have a show called Keeping Up with the Colonists. (laughs) Everyone that Paul warned knew him, trusted him, and they believed his message. And not only that, they went off and they helped his cause by going out and telling others, take arms, the British are coming. And the battle of Lexington and Concord sets the tone for the entire Revolutionary War. You see, because of those relationships, Paul's urgent message was carried throughout the land through his entire network. Does that goal sound a little familiar? Do you want your message to be carried through the land, through your network? I'd like to believe that if Paul Revere was a network marketer, he'd be sitting right here with us today, probably in one of these white couches right now, right? The dude knew how to network. But uh, by all accounts, Paul was an, extra, or a, a, an extrovert. He loved to socialize. He was, he, he, was, he was the life of every party. Now, maybe you're not. And believe it or not, and this is going to surprise a few people, but Holly and I are inherently introverted. Now, our five-year-old son, that's a different story. He's an extrovert. I don't know where he got it, but when he goes to the park, he will go up to the first kid he sees and he says, Hi, my name is Austin. Will you be my best friend? And before they can even answer, he says, follow me. Let's go. True story. And I wish it were that simple. But you know what? It kind of is. You just need to find the same courage of a five-year-old on the playground and put yourself out there. So like Paul Revere, you need to have the mindset of being intentional about meeting new people. Find out more about them, share something great with them. And we have something great to share, right? So where are these people? Where are they? The funny thing about people? They're everywhere. You just have to open your front door but maybe you're feeling like me. Says when you are an introvert, but your business requires you to network with others. Uh Uh-oh, what? People. (laughs) (laughs) So I want you to take a picture of this slide. There's a lot of info up here, but these are some of our favorite ways to expand our network. So I want you to pick two or three. I want you to try some this weekend and and try them when you get home. Have you even talked to your neighbors? Holly and I were elite distributors before we even talked to the neighbors that lived on either side of us. I'm almost ashamed to say that, but it's true. But we've since talked to them. One of them signed up to be a distributor. And then when we moved to Florida, we signed up one of our neighbors there as well. Uh, wine tour or bar crawls on that list. I mean, there's something about people when they're happy, they tend to hand over their credit card a lot faster. I don't know, it's true. Uh, we, we, if you'd want to build online, our favorites have been uh, Facebook, Instagram of course, LinkedIn and Alignable. Go on vacation, strike up a conversation there. We enrolled a, a couple of distributors that way. Just, just getting to know people while they're on vacation. But the key things to remember are Value your relationships even more. And when you're invited to something, say yes more often. Be intentional about meeting new people and expanding your network. We're Brian and Holly Highfield. We're out of time. Will you be our best friends? Come on, let's go.
0: Thank you for tuning in to the Activation Nation podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Tell your friends and share your biggest takeaways from today's discussion with anyone who could benefit from them. This episode is sponsored by LifeVantage Legacy, a nonprofit dedicated to improving lives and building a lasting impact for those in need around the world. Learn more at lifevantage.com. We look forward to sharing more with you during next week's conversation. Thanks for listening and being an important part of the LifeVantage community.